Hey y'all, welcome to the Hey Dad Can You Talk podcast. My name is Bailey Garner. I'm your host. And every other week we call my dad Toby. And we just have a real and raw and honest conversation about things that are going on in life, whether it's relationships, parenting, mental wellness. We talk about all of it. And we want to bring you along too, because you're not alone in your struggles. Lots of times these things aren't talked about and you might feel like you're the only one, but you're not. And so let's go ahead and do it. Let's call my dad. Hey, B. Dad, how are you? Well, I'm just peachy keen. Just fine and dandy today. I'm so glad you're fine and dandy. The sun is out, so I think we're both in good moods today. I know your mother is. Your mom, she she likes her some sun now. Yeah, we have. Uh, you're currently in Mississippi with us, and it has been raining all week, and so the sun is definitely a much needed thing for today. Yes, but it's not icy, so yeah. Sorry about that, Dallas folks. Yes. Well, hopefully by the time they listen to this, there will ice will be long gone and out of out of their thoughts. So that would be good. How have you been doing? Been good. Been traveling, starting to travel some in the new year. And our schedule's getting, as you know, pretty loaded up, booked up. And that's exciting and fun. And we're launching some new uh, things like a coaching network or some one-on-one coaching. So lots of good stuff happening. Yeah, I know. We'll have to have Ross come on and talk about the coaching sometime on the pod. Yes, we will. (laughs) Well, uh, so what I wanted to talk to you about today, it's actually funny because I feel like we had this conversation this time last year when Gideon was playing basketball. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so this has come up because of basketball, but also I've been talking to some of my friends about this and they were like, you should ask your dad about it. So I thought I would. And this is a safe space to all our podcast people. So just know, just, just, I have to say that to uh preface, but I want to talk to you. Were there ever times growing up when you just like, didn't, you loved your kids, but there was one of them you just didn't really like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there was a few of those times for me, for sure. <laughs> How uh, did that you I, handle I, that? Because it can feel like bad to admit that, but I think everybody does have those moments when you're like, I really love you, but I just don't like you in this season. Well, I mean, the first thing you have to do is like give yourself grace to be a human being, right? I mean, I'm sure in your marriage, that you've always loved your mate, but there are times you found it hard to like each other at the moment. Yes. And the same thing with your children. I mean, you love your children, but sometimes they're hard to like. And uh, I don't think that's something that they can, you know, necessarily, especially your kids, you know, they're not in an age where you can have that conversation with them. But I can remember you in high school and you would say something that was hurtful and I would leave and you would say, what's wrong? When I came back and I said, hey, you hurt my feelings. You know, I I didn't want to be around you right now. And it was part of me helping you understand that like your words have consequences and that, you know, your parents are people too. And uh, so there comes a time when you can say, man, I'm having a hard time. I'm always going to love you, but right now I'm having a hard time being around you. 
It's just not at this moment, which I know that's not what you're asking. You're talking about right now. Right now, you just admit it to yourself. You know, talk to your friends about it, pray about it, uh, and and understand that's just a part of being a parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so with basketball, you know, Gideon is a little more of an aggressive player. Always yes. has been an aggressive child his whole life. Um, and he also is just very competitive. And so he's only seven, but we're in this space of how to foster his competitiveness, like let him be the person that he is and not trying to, you know, we've talked about this a lot before, but I struggle with what, how people are perceiving me or perceiving my kids, the way that they're acting. And so I'm really, I'm really having to practice like how do I allow Gideon to be who he is without caring what others are thinking, but in with, within boundaries, you know? And so he's playing basketball and Grant is helping coach. And like, I can barely watch half the time. Some of the games I have to act distracted with our other kids because I'm just like, he's over there trash talking somebody or keeping the score and telling the other team he's seven telling the other team they're losing and, or doing a dance after he scores. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Um, and me and Grant kind of like get, we have differing opinions because I care what other people are thinking and he does it, you know? And so he's like, some of that he has to learn and he's just, it is who he is. But we were talking about that because you were at the game and you were saying, we should talk about this on the podcast. Cause I'm pretty sure you might've dealt with some of this whenever I was growing up too. Well, for some of you guys that are listening to this convo and weren't with us last year, the reason this came up last year <laughs> was because <laughs> Bailey would be on the court and I would thought I was encouraging her by rebound. Yay. And she would look at me like, Hey, quit talking to me. And Grant had could not be at a game last year. And I walked in the gym to see Bailey had walked over behind the bench and was coaching uh, Gideon, which brought me great joy to let everyone know that the girl who liked to tell everybody, you know, dad, and I had to get him to be quiet. She's over there coaching him up. So that's where this started last year, which yeah, to me was complete greatness. Uh, I, I think there's probably... The reason I said let's talk about it is because you asked me why it bothered you so much. Yeah. And the reason it bothered you so much is because you were concerned about how it looked as you as, you as a parent to other parents. Mm-hmm. And like, while that is natural, while that yeah. is that is true of every parent who's ever parented, no matter what they say, uh you're, the motivating factor, factor being what other parents are thinking about you reflection reflecting on your child is not a rabbit hole you want to go down. Mm-hmm. It's at the end, you will care more about what things look like than what's actually happening in the life of your kid. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you become you become this this parent who bases their decisions and their worth on the performance of their child, which is, you know, that's a dead end road. That's a, there's a way that seems right to man, but in the end it leads to death is what Proverbs says. And that, that while natural, it seems right to you. It leads to death instead of, uh, you know, instilling in your child you know, respect for authority, uh, sportsmanship, whatever it is, 
if, right. if your first move is always about how does it look to somebody else, here's the thing, B, like when your kids do well, you don't get to take the credit. And so when they struggle, you always you don't take all the blame either. Mm, yeah. Right. I mean, if your kids are doing well in art or, you know, think about our granddaughter who is, you know, on track for an art kind of awarded her school or, or Gideon, you know, who is, you know, te being tested right now for honor AP or whatever you all call it today. Uh, gifted. Gifted. Well, you didn't do that. You right. That God did that. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if he struggled in school and still worked hard, you can't take the blame. You can't go, well, what are all these moms going to think? Are they going to think, you know, about me that my son, da, 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 da. Yeah. You, you can't, that, you're going to have to ask yourself this question. What, what kind of behavior is my child exhibiting that uh, I need to be shaping him in mm -hmm. privately so that publicly he responds in a different way? Mm. No, yeah, I wonder what those people are thinking about me. Yeah, that's good because I am like that too, a pleaser, and I care what people think of me. And I've I really have had that thought recently of like I want to instill in Gideon self confidence to not care what uh, you know to not be a certain way because of what others think, but because of who he is, you know. And I feel really insecure, honestly, in teaching him that. Cause I feel like I still don't have that figured out super well. And it comes in waves, you know, um, as far as if I feel connected to, to God, you know, and, and he's giving me myself worth, you know, I'm finding it in him or if I'm hormonal or not, <laughs> but oh I my. think that's a, <laughs> it's true. I think that's a hard, such a hard thing for, for parents. Like for example, Gideon is a lot like me. So I see a lot of myself in him and I see a lot of things that I want to help him with, but sometimes I feel inadequate because I don't even have it figured out, you know? Um, wait, wait. Well, let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah. Uh, let me challenge the assumption that you have to have figured something out or be good at something before you're qualified to talk to your child about it. Mm, yeah. Th that's, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I mean, here at Gobi, we talk about helping others along the way. Why? Because when we can say to a friend, to our child in this conversation, hey, man, I, I get that because I battle some of that, too. Mm -hmm. And and I need God's help in this. Just like you need God's help. So you're going to pray for me and I'm going to pray for you. If you see me doing that, would you help me by pointing that out to me? Mm -hmm. And when I see you doing it, I'm going to help you. Let's let's let's. Let's grow together. That's much more powerful than, hey, you don't need to do that because you never see me doing that. Not not that mm -hmm. you would use those words, but somehow send that message. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. I th I think it's interesting. Grant and I were talking about, because I after that game uh, and then after some conversations we had had, I had had with some of my mom friends, I asked him, like, growing up, did you care? You know, did you like try to fit in and care what the other people thought and try to buy the cool clothes, you know, or what were you like, you know? And he's like, I don't really remember feeling that like trying to be accepted like that. And I remember doing that. And so I told him, I was like, how do I help our kids, you know, not be that way? And he said, I think some of it is just how God made you. And some, we all fight different battles, you know? So like, that's just not something that I 
struggled with, but there was other things, you know? And so I think that understanding that about yourself too, instead of shaming yourself for the way that you are accepting God made you how you are, and then learning how to, how to live your life caring, you know, not, not with the shame of that, but with finding who you are in Christ, like we've talked a lot about with our identity. So I think talking about it with Gideon would be probably good because it would get it off my chest too and not feeling so much pressure. (laughs) Yeah. I think this is that great opportunity that, you know, we teach in Gobi school Mm -hmm. that before you're prescriptive, you want to empathize, you want to validate their feelings. Mm -hmm. This is a great chance to go, Hey man, here's something I'm noticing about me. Yeah. You know, and do you, you know, knowing Gideon, I don't think you could say to him, do you, you feel like, you know, you started with that? He probably, oh, no, no, no. Well, yeah. you know, here's what I saw. <laughs> I think you started with this and I started with this. And again, I must, I mean, you're my daughter. And so I don't have to qualify this with you, but if right. somebody's listening that doesn't know us well, it's like, like you're not supposed to be his hero. God is supposed mm-hmm. to be his hero. He's a better hero than you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we want to have it figured out because it we're the hero then. Mm. And this is a chance to make God the hero in the story. Mm. When we share our weaknesses and our struggles, even with our kids, we 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 validate that feeling. And we ask God to help us. God becomes the hero. He becomes the power that gets us through, not us. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times you can't just say, well, that's how I am. I mean, you know, I, I just, I was born a people pleaser, but you can recognize that you have a bent there and that's a battle you need to fight that others may not need to fight. But mm-hmm. here's the thing about it, B. I think about Grant, you you talk about your husband, Grant, you know, he and I were having this conversation about a certain football, college football coach that he loves that, you know, I think is kind of a dipstick. <laughs> and he loves him because he said he doesn't care what anybody thinks. Yeah. Well, that's not healthy either. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like there's two, if one extreme is being controlled by what somebody thinks, but the other extreme is I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's not, you know, that's, that's an, an equally challenging extreme on the other mm-hmm. end of that spectrum. So you got to find that place in the middle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you, I mean, like, come on, let's be honest, safe space here. You talk about, I don't like my kids. You're talking about not liking Gideon when he acts like that. Could it possibly be that the reason there's such a strong reaction to you and that is because he's just personifying your battle. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and that's why it rises up in you a little bit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to be honest about that with yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because you you got a little girl that tests every limit she can test. You have a middle child who, you know, is not very quick to respond. But because those weren't your child, you know, that's not your battle. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. That does. I think, I think that rings true. Will will ring true with a lot of people. Cause I mean, I have a friend of mine I'm thinking of who struggles with a certain one of her kids and they're just very much alike. And that probably is what it is, is it heightens what you struggle with, you know, and what you battle with, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So. And so that it's, it's just, it's a journey. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. Nobody's arrived. 
you know, I used to tell people when, when, when your kids, people would ask us about what it was like to have kids that were adults that were married, that my friends, their kids weren't there yet. And I said, well, you see them doing things that, that are different than how you did them or think they ought to be done. And someone said, well, do you tell them about it? I said, of course not. You just talk about it with your friends. And <laughs> we laughed. But, you know, I mean, you know, I, I know which friend said that to you. And mm-hmm. it's a good thing for you guys to talk about that mm-hmm. and to be able to go, man, I really today I'm struggling with not liking him. Mm-hmm. I get, and you can say, I get that because I'm struggling with not liking that at all. And one of the things dad and I talked about was, you know, that's hard for me because I think I still fight that. And so you even get that's a good place for parents to connect and vent mm-hmm. at this stage of life and help each other along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's that's so true. I was I, I had a conversation with a different friend about how when we became friends after our second, her second child. And she said, I wish I would have had you as a friend with my first because I felt so alone and, and I had no people telling me that it was hard, like it was hard and telling me the truth of how they felt about, you know, the season they were in. I just saw the people saying how great it was and how you should love it, you know? And when it came around to the second time and we were both having babies the same, you know, ages and we could talk about this is really hard and this part of it really sucks, you know, or whatever. She's like, it just made me feel so much more normal. And so she was like, I now I tell people that all the time to find, you know, find someone in a similar stage of life that you can be honest with about what's hard. And you can say, I don't like my kid today. And you know that they can listen and, and say, well, I didn't last week, you know, or something like that. Right. It's valuable. So anyways, but yeah. And my thing is, again, I, like to kind of wrap this up, you say, what's one thing you would tell people? It's mm-hmm. like, be aware of what what brings this strong emotion up in you, mm. uh, but don't feel condemned about it. Be aware, right? right? Like, like I, I'm aware. You become aware that this is hard for you with Gideon because you still battle this, mm-hmm. and see that as a gift from the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to reveal that to you, so you can kind of give it to God again. Right. Mm-hmm. And every season is prepped for the next season. How many times have you heard me say that? Yeah. And so a lot. you're getting prepared <laughs> in a season of seven year old basketball. Right. For a 17 year old who doesn't tell you the truth about something mm-hmm. and rebels and 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 doesn't respond in a way you want to as a young adult. Mm-hmm. Well, this season prepares you for, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to like him sometimes when he's 16 or 17. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in a different way than it is at seven. Yeah. So you got, this is like a journey. This is every season kind of gets you or your heart prepared for the next season. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, so thank God's you. in it. God is in it. And uh, being honest with yourself about how you find yourself there and being willing to work on your crap as you work yeah. through your kids' crap is. Yeah very important yeah well thanks dad i appreciate your words of wisdom and advice and experience you can speak to me from your dumb tax yeah that's what wisdom is man dumb tax it's yeah i did that and that hurt don't do that yeah (laughs) i love you b i love you it was good to talk to you you too i will see you on the road okay
It sounds going, good. Be in Louisiana and Colorado and South Carolina. And uh, hopefully some of you guys listening, if you live in any of these places, we're coming to go to our uh, com website. Go look at, I think it's under bookings. You, we have a calendar of where we're going to be for in your area. We would love to see you. Yep. And we share it all on our socials too. So that way you can plan on being with us if you're close to where we are. For so. sure. All right. Well, have a great rest of your day, baby girl. You too. Love you. Love you. Love you. Hey, y'all. Thank you for listening to our podcast episode this week. We are so glad to have you each week. And something new I wanted to start doing at the end of each episode is giving you one or two topics of conversation that you can talk about at the dinner table. Something dad talks about a lot is the importance of taking back the dinner table and having intentional conversations with your family. And so I don't know about you, but for me, when I sit down to eat with my family and I've been rushing to get the food on the table or every kid is asking me for water or whatever it is, um, I can't really think of great questions in the moment. And so I thought I could give you a few and then you could write them down and have them ready to talk about with your family um, this coming, the upcoming weeks or days or whatever. And so I actually have two for you today that I thought I would like to try with my family that you can try. And they, the first one is ask your kids and y'all go around the table, you um, and your, your, your mate, your spouse, whoever is eating with you and ask, what is something that you do that makes you proud? This might be hard for your kids to answer because they might not know what proud is depending on what age they are. So you can explain that to them, of course. Um, but also it might be hard to find something they're proud of. So you might have to start and, and be a leader and set the example, which might be make you feel uncomfortable, but I think it's good. And then the second part to that question is to ask him, what is something that your sister or your brother or your mom or your dad do that makes you proud? You can pick one of those and maybe like have it, do it a different um, family member each day. I thought those would be really awesome conversation starters um, and a way to kind of just really be talking positively about ourselves and about our family and noticing what we notice about the people that we love. So try that out. And if you do, let us know how it goes. Tag us on social media. Give me an email, bailey at beagobi.com. If you have some that you'd like to suggest that works well for your family, we would love to hear it. Um, our socials are linked in each um, episode in the show notes. And make sure you're following us because we are traveling a lot excuse me, this year. And we would love for you to come see us, to come hang out with us if we're in a city near you. So um, thank y'all for being a part once again. And we will see you not next week, but the next right here on the pod. Bye.